your co-host. Well, wow, wow. I'm your host, <laughs> Michael Armagon. And this week we have our co-host, Chris. Hey. And Raquel. Hello. So we've got some good topics this week, as usual. And we want to start off, well, the topics that we're going to be talking about are ad blockers and if they are good or not, wearable phones, and, well, sonars, be can people actually use them to steal your passwords for your phones and get into them? We'll get into that in just a sec, but we're going to start off with ad blockers, and this is actually something that Chris is more in tune with but for most of us i would think that because of the amount of ads that are on the internet most of us tend to either install a extension or something that pretty much allows us to avoid all the pop-ups and little advertisements especially since you know they have some not so savory ones if you go into some not so savory sites um but even if you're just using it for casual browsing when you're going to websites, you can sometimes be overwhelmed by random advertisements that sometimes track you from website to website. Let's say you look up something on Amazon and then you go about and you just find a bunch of stuff that are related to that search all throughout wherever you're searching on the internet. Or, you know, if you are on WhatsApp or Facebook and you're searching up some information, or some website that uses Facebook's information, well, Facebook's API for ads, you may find a bunch of stuff across the web that might be related to that. So sometimes it can be beneficial because then you may find something that's interesting, at least in my opinion. But at the same point, most of the times I'm actually ending up just using an ad blocker to block pretty much everything. And it's interesting, Mozilla Firefox, which used to be the top ranking uh, browser for most persons a few years ago, has actually... A few years ago. <laughs> that's fame and that's awful. Well, yeah, it's, yeah it's... I think that was in like... That was when I was in probably um, elementary, junior high. After Ooh. senior high, everybody started using Chrome. High school. High school for me. Um... But yeah, like that was the de facto stuff back then. And now they're actually building it in. I think there was an, I think um, Opera actually had a built in at one point as well. But what they're doing now. Yeah. Um, they're blocking ads, they're blocking pop ups, and they're doing something similar to what Apple did with their iPhones and Macs with the new. Um, uh, well, the new versions of the software that's coming out as of this year. So what's happening with that is they're actually blocking the ability to essentially track you across websites. And so there's some, there's two pretty much stuff that's being blocked here. You actually have the ads and then you have the tracking and Chris, can you actually like delve into this? Like what's the real difference for us? Uh, so annoying. Um, I mean, essentially, yeah, you have ads and then you have trackers. Um, ads don't track you, but you do get tracked in order to deliver ads. So if you're blocking an ad, you're not blocking the ability to track you. We still know. I mean, we can still pretty much know basic information about you and stuff like that. And I don't know, because I work in the industry. Um, I work in e-commerce. So 
I like I'm literally the guy who tracks people for, <laughs> for the website, whatever. And it's it's annoying because I think people have a misunderstanding about what's being tracked, and they think that oh hey oh you know all this about me, whatever. I, companies don't know about you personally. They know about your habits, but all of that get pulls into just numbers and data, and then literally that's it. I don't know that Jeffrey from this down the road like bought these shoes. I mean, I can tell that hey, a person from this address yeah bought it, but most of the personal identifying information, all that stuff gets encrypted. There's no way that I can pull up and get any personal information. Um, the personal information is really only used like in terms of like email addresses uh, and numbers. The only time that ever be used is they would only be used to identify you as you that would be it and that would be the encrypted version of it so um pretty much the encrypted hash key that would be the result of your email that encrypted hash key that would then check to see that hey does this encrypted hash key match with the encrypted hash key that you that your email would have made from this other place here and then like okay it matches then you're then you're this one user like you would be this that encrypted hash key that is what you're known as like so we're not gonna know oh hey you're Verquell or you're michael we know you by this encrypted hash key so it's kind of useless in terms of like tracky like it's not like even though we use the word track it's not like someone's like peeping outside of your house and watching you go around um that data is just to deliver to actually benefit you um so for example uh with the site that we run um we would know hey you come like we sell shoes we sell footwear so we would know hey you come on the site and if you look for whatever shoes or based on the shoes you look at we're like okay well hey you looked at these type of shoes so you must have an interest in these type of shoes so when you were to leave or go anywhere or this and that if you were to see an ad then it would tailor that ad to say like oh hey we know that you went and you looked at these different shoes so we'll show you shoes like this because you seem to be interested in it. And that's what tracking, that's pretty much all tracking does. Um, so a lot of times people, and this is actually, this is why a lot of people are like, oh, because Facebook is amazing at this. Facebook is probably the best in this at the game, in the game right now. And that's why a lot of people be like, oh, I mean, everyone has experienced it where you've been, um, when like you will be say, oh, hey, I just thought about this. And all of a sudden I'm seeing ads on Instagram and Facebook, and I never like told, uh, like, I never did anything about this. So why is Facebook doing this? Facebook is at the point where they can, oh, it is so ridiculous what they can do with this information. It's, 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 it's insane, but all of it is encrypted. Facebook doesn't really sell your data. What they do is they sell you. That is what they do. Um, they would be like, hey, uh, because, okay, so from using Facebook in the back end, what I can do is I can limit and say, well, market this ad to people who are interested in these things. And Facebook like, oh, okay, well, here's all the people that we have that are interested in these things, and we'll send your ad to them. That is how they get ads, and that is how they that is how they market you, and that is how they sell your data, per se. Um, they don't really sell your data. They don't. That's why they could get away with it. So when they're in court, they're like, oh, you're selling data. They can save without a doubt. They don't sell data because they don't they don't sell data however they give their advertisers the option of then now um marketing or targeting 
these specific set of people based on likes or interests or anything like that. And so now whenever that Facebook code is like on like on any site, um, which a lot of sites are, like Facebook code is like on everywhere. <laughs> great hair products. <laughs> yeah. Someone's in the chat like, oh, great hair products, man. Michelle Bailey. Um, so whenever you go, like if you go on a site, like if you go on any site, you're instantly tagged as being on that site. And so, um, for example, if you look up like a great hair product or like, an, oh, here's where it's, oh no, here's the difference where Facebook gets a little, it gets very weird with Facebook because what Facebook does that other people can't do, well not can't do, but what they don't have access to is Facebook can um, take your like stuff you talk about in chat, um, stuff you send about like on like all these like on Instagram pages you like, uh, pages you like on Facebook, uh, like even the talking to different chat programs on Instagram, on WhatsApp, um, and Facebook Messenger, they can take those and they can assign like, it's not the actual word, but they look for like keywords. So for example, if you're talking about a brand, they'll be like, oh, okay, well, you're interested in this brand simply because you mentioned that brand name. If you mention that product, oh, you're interested in this product simply because you mentioned that product name. Like it's encrypted. So all of it is being applied to your encrypted, um, yeah, chat. All of it is being applied to your encrypted ID. So because it's being applied to your encrypted ID, they can get away with saying, oh, hey, we're not really saving any data. It's all encrypted. And so they don't have access to that. They can't, they can't pull up and say, well, uh, I'll take, like, they can't pull up and say, well, hey, for Quell looked at this. They, they, they don't know. They can't, like, they can't search for that because it's not there. But her data is like in a like slew of like list of like people who are interested in this, like her encrypted ID is there inside. Hey, people who are interested in Apple products, Quell is right there. Her encrypted ID is there. So anytime they say, well, hey, you know, if you want to see all, if you want to advertise that people who have, who are interested in Apple, what they'll do is they'll go to that list. Hey, pick up all the people who are tagged with Apple and they'll just get all these encrypted IDs who are tagged with Apple and then it'll just market straight to them. And that is how they get around it, uh, using encryption like that. Um, so there's no danger per se to individuals because you can't leverage that data against someone unless you break that encryption. And, and people don't often break those encryptions. What happens is uh, people save that data in bad ways, which Google is very much against, which I actually commend Google for. Google will stop supporting your site completely completely they will drop you like the drop of a hat if you're breaking um a lot of those um those regulations and rules like if you have any type of personal uh information just like text documents and stuff like that and their bots pick that up they will send you a warning they'll be like yeah change this otherwise we will drop all support um for your site and that's terrible especially if you have um uh like if you have AdWords running and stuff like that, and like all kind of programs and stuff like, well, not AdWords anymore, it's called Google Ads now, um, then yeah, like you will lose all of that. And it's terrible because organic search is like the number one uh, source of traffic for most sites. Um, so that's, it's pretty bad to, to lose that. Uh, someone's asking Selena Archer, can you explain the recent lawsuit? Is it about encryption? Uh, I think you mean the GPDR. I'm probably messing, mixing those letters up. What GDPR? GDPR. One of those. Yes, GDPR. Um, that only applies to Europe. It doesn't apply to. Um, it doesn't apply to anyone outside of Europe, really. And it, yes, and no, it doesn't apply to encryption. What that is is that's pretty much saying 
yes and no, I guess. I haven't really checked up much on it simply because it doesn't apply to my job. <laughs> like we um, we don't market in in Europe at all, so it really doesn't apply to us. Um, but essentially, what you have to do is you have to tell them, you have to tell people that you're tracking them um, whenever you're doing it. And I think there's also an opt out ability as well that you have there to give is. them. Um, so that's to me, I, I I do not like that. I think it's silly. It's dumb. Um, it's People are passing these laws and they don't fully understand exactly all the technology behind it and a lot of people are spreading kind of like a lot of fear about it about tracking itself there's nothing scary about tracking there's nothing dangerous about tracking um ad blocking itself yeah block all the ads i don't, I don't care i block all ads on my personal stuff I, I don't care um i don't at work because i have to check our ads so sometimes i'll have to like browse around and see it um but ads are annoying and it drives me up a wall like anytime when anytime when they come up with oh hey let's do a pop-up i'm the first in the meeting to be like nah we know the pop-up pop-ups are tacky stop doing those like nah that's those are intrusive those are those are annoying um so those pop-up ads i'm like nah block them they're annoying i they're, they're terrible but tracking is to it's honestly the point now where i mean i can go and google analytics and i can look through and just i can't find out I can't find personal information, but that information is very necessary. And that, I've, that information actually benefits the customer way more than hurts the customer ever. Like, it's not, no one can like, take that and like use it against you, like straight up the gun. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, but it is way so, 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 so beneficial. I mean, the things that we can do simply with that information is ridiculous um that type of information is the stuff that, you know, when you come on a site and then, oh, we instantly can like, so you like fill in your stuff here and then you back, you go back and then you come back. We can have all your stuff preloaded and fill in. Like you're removing those type of abilities by blocking tracking, like you're removing that. And so you're actually losing a lot of, um, a lot of the features that we've come to love and that we just expect sites to do with this tracking blocking, you're going to lose like at least like 40% of that instantly gone instantly gone just like that simply because we can't track you so we don't know who you are so guess what you have to fill all this stuff out again because we don't know who you are who, who you is <laughs> so no. um chris um yeah. so to understand this a little just breaking it down just a little bit more um essentially like if we were to go onto a website where i guess we haven't actually made an account where like setting items up into a cart that's essentially using the same thing is or is it slightly different uh, some things are session based. So, I mean, you can be, um, it doesn't matter too much. Like if it's just one session, well, I would say like tracking would be yeah, like, it would be, if you have a cart, you're not logged in as a guest and then you leave the site and then you come back, mm -hmm. then yes, um, that would be a tracking thing. Uh, if for it to still be there, we would need to know who you are. We would need to track you and to know that when you come back to the site, oh, okay, well, this is you. That's done by cookies. Um, so you just have a little cookie uh, on your computer. And then when you come back, we check to say, hey, do you have a cookie? Like, oh yeah, I have a cookie. And like, okay, well, is there anything in this cookie? And it'll have all, like, all the information about, uh, it can have um, saved data and stuff like that. Um, but typically what happens is personal information isn't really saved in cookies. Um, that's a bad thing. If it is, it's encrypted. Um, but again, most of the 
the G, like I said, that new lawsuit that in the EU that just that just destroys all of that um, because that limits our ability to do a lot of that. So that's gonna be an issue. I like I don't know how the um, like there are a lot of people trying to figure out ways around it. They have figured out ways around it, but it's just like a cat and mouse game because I mean, you do that, they're just gonna find another way to track you. That's all that's gonna happen. It's it's like trying to trying to stop a hacker from hacking your system, like. You can protect yourself as much as you like, but if they really want to do it, they will. Like, that's just how it is. Um, it's only so much you can do to, like, protect yourself. And as is, tracking isn't really um, dangerous because if you want to, like, companies are kind of strong-armed and forced to do it uh, ethically because of, like I said, people like Google who are out there saying that if you do this unethically and you do not like abide by these guidelines then we're going to drop support for you we're not going to um they can remove them remove your search they will not um they'll pause all of your adwords campaigns they will honestly drop support for you so with someone big like google doing something like that it's not as dangerous or scary as a thing as a lot of these outlets try to make out they're like oh they're tracking you and all they have all this information about you yeah but they don't have it's not on like an individual basis it literally gets lost inside of like this literal it's every time i pull data i just i'm always like okay delete all this stuff because i don't need this <laughs> like all of this is just like it's just ridiculous because it's just like i don't like it's literally just a mass of just numbers there are no names it's just numbers and letters and just codes and stuff like that and it's there's not much it's very difficult to use that um in order to like hurt someone with it, like pick out and be like, oh, hey, Jennifer did this, or, you know, Michael did this, or Michael's looking at this. So, so. what happens in cases like, I'm gonna use Adobe here, cause I know they actually use this as one of their backbone systems for building websites, where you essentially can personalize a website based on what people are looking at for on said website. They then generate that same hash key that you mentioned, and they can essentially, and, they did show me an example of this when we were when i saw like a demo of it but they essentially said that you can take that same information sell it to someone or give it to another website and then it kind of moves the information along and so it, you can kind of get like a more personalized experience across the web but at the same point is that not a little unethical that you're selling customers data even though it's not um should i put it it, it, it's not saying like this is chris this is raquel but essentially it, it's still selling your information you know that, that's kind of like what facebook does like i said what what happens is you're not getting a person what you're getting is a list of people who are interested in a certain topic that's what you're getting that is it that's all you're getting and you're getting eyeballs that's it you're not getting the actual data you're just getting like, so for example, if Adobe knows that, okay, well, you're interested in shoes and then uh, like my company come along and we're like, oh, hey, we want to market this ad to all of these people, like to everyone who you have who are interested in shoes. Adobe be like, okay, cool. Um, you give us the ad and then we'll now just show this ad to all these different people who we know are interested in shoes. That's how they get around that. So I'm not ever getting your data. 
Like that's never how, like I'm not ever touching your data. I'm not ever seeing your data as a advertiser. I'm not ever seeing any of it. I'm not ever touching it. I can't even like manipulate that or even see who's who. The only thing that I know is I'm trusting that Adobe's data is good or that they are like, you know, whatever the list is, is accurate. And they are now funneling the people who I want to see my ad to see it. That's it. So why would companies like Apple and and Mozilla essentially start building up stuff to stop tracking? Uh, because there are a lot of fair campaigns going about. I don't know why. Like, honestly, everyone was the entire industry was pissed when Apple did that because it was just it was just completely out of that field. It was like, okay, you're making it so much harder for us to give uh, a good um, actual good experience to your customers, like you're literally doing it. So we literally had to go, there was literally workarounds where um, a lot of advertisers and stuff like that had to go about like Critio. Critio is a major um, cross platform and a remarketing advertiser. They're, I think they're the top right now in that genre, not genre, in that field. Um, and they had to like make a workaround for it. Um, it was a big thing. Um, a lot of people were concerned about it, uh, simply because that's the main way a lot of people uh, market, like retarget. So, like if you come on their site, they would tag you, and then when you leave their site, uh, that's how you would see like ads about that site and stuff like that. And uh, typically, I structure it in a way where it wouldn't happen for someone who just like drop on the site. I kind of would like more intent from it, but that's how I set up my campaigns. Not everyone sets up their campaign like that. Some people just set up their campaign and they don't care. They're like, oh, you jump on a site, we'll throw all our ads at you. Um, I don't think that's great, but I think that it it kind of shows that people don't really respond well to that. But some companies just don't care. Like they don't really look into their stats and the um the performance of those ads and then tailor it and like whittle it down. That's what should happen, but a lot of companies don't do that. Um and it doesn't pay off. Like, I mean, there's a wasting their money at that point, because if you're just shooting your ad at anyone who comes on your site, then a lot of them probably weren't interested. They may just have been like, oh, hey, what's this? Okay, uh, I don't like it, and then left. And now all of a sudden, now you're sending them ads, they're not going to click. You're literally spent. So you're just wasting your money. Like, you're just wasting money showing these people ads, especially if you're paying on impressions. Like, that's just terrible. Um, but most people play on clicks, so I guess they wouldn't care or wouldn't matter. Um, yeah. So, I mean, but essentially the answer to the question is, no, no one's getting access to your data. They're literally pretty much getting a list that you're on, like a little bundle. You're in a group of people who are interested in this thing, and then they serve your ads to that person. So you would get served that ad because you end up on a list. That's pretty much it. Okay. So just before we move on too far, uh, welcome to the show, Selena. Um, welcome and thanks for the follows. Uh, Paul McAlson and Winning Spy. Uh, this is a quick thing. We were just talking about pretty much ad blocking and ad tracking and seeing like what's the difference and are they really like negative for us? Or are they beneficial? Like, how does that really work out? Um, though we do want to switch gears a little bit because, uh, you do have some other topics and I do want to ask you guys, how do you feel about wearing your phones? Like as 
clothing essentially i know we've had things like the smart watches and stuff like that but what if you didn't have to pair it with your phone what if it actually was actually your phone like you did everything on this one device how would you guys feel about that let's just i mean we might also just make a chip and embed it into our skin one time no let's keep phones <laughs> let's keep the actual physical phone i don't know this is something about like having the physical phone yeah having but, a physical phone. yeah so i'd have like my watch on but i would still most of the time i look on my phone yeah i don't think i'll have the same functionality i think you're gonna lose functionality by mm-hmm. making it wearable especially like 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 screen size and trying to type on the screen so you're going to have to dictate what you want to type yes. and everybody else going to hear what you're going to say so that means like if you say something out of the way everybody's going to know so there is this phone that came out the nubia alpha i'm going to show the video for it in actually just a sec it's a concept right yeah, it's a concept. Yeah. So I'm just going to mute that, but yeah like i could see so many problems with this already like oh man Oof. Oof. let me run down all oh, i could run down all the list of problems with this for starters <laughs> for, for starters winning spy you are right like the first thing that came to mind was apple especially when we got to like well it's more the marketing element of like how this looks and then the uh, back of it like that it looks apple-ish to me um Vicky, you have an Apple Watch. So what's looking at this, like what is your take on this like this device? Um I actually didn't take the video. Try a little snippet of it again. Yeah. Okay. okay. So let me just play the little snippet right here. So this is showing the band, apparently steel band. I'm guessing it's going to be working along the same kind of flexible display design that Samsung's working on. And that's there's probably the concept very similar to what Samsung may do with their watches in the future. Um, Wait. That is a good use of a flexible display. I'll I'll be on board with that as a as a use of a flexible display for like watches like that. Yeah. The thing that phones? gets me though, uh, no flip phones, but we only no flip phone um like <laughs> i don't know why you're trying to make this happen but you stop trying to make that happen. there's this is one part of it like i'm trying to find it uh this essentially shows like find my phone and it's it's weird because if this is supposed to be your phone why would you still phone, be... why are you finding your phone exactly yeah right right there that's because they don't even believe in it man <laughs> <laughs> that's why <laughs> they know that i can't replace a phone that screen is like super tiny to even try type on one of the super it's it's like really slim you can't type you can't do work no yeah like, i'm not reading my email on that no. yep that means the content is going to be jumbled up together and i slide down secondly 
you only can take selfies, boy. Like, you you can imagine, you're trying to take a shot of, like, oh, hey, take this landscape, and you have to, like, turn your hand like this, and then <laughs> all of a sudden, now, guess what? You can't even see what you're taking a picture of anymore. <laughs> like, nah, that's, there's no way I can replace a phone. It's impossible. Also, like, sure, they have water-resistant smartwatches now, but at the same point, this has a lens, for starters, so that's a way for water to get in. That that piece right there at the bottom, like a charging port, whatever. Well, it is, no, this is probably we can a make button. Those things water resistant, though. I mean, come on, we have lenses on our phone, and we have ports on our phone, and we have water resistant phones. So that's some weak point. To a certain extent. To get to a certain extent, but it isn't, have... it isn't really great water resistant. And then what happens Listen, when that that um that camera starts to miss people, stuff? I've seen people take um underwater photos with their Samsungs. But they're not supposed to like. Mm-hmm. It's supposed That's to be like when you drop you it into a tub or something. Depth. You can go to a certain depth and take your picture and bring it back out. Of course, you're gonna be swimming around with your Samsung phone in the water. Like, it's of course not. Like salt water. Oh, you must have salt water damage on that. I will again. I will. Let me. Here's a little bit mm-hmm. of a story. The very first um, Samsung phone to come out with water like the water resistance sorry the waterproof yes it was the active (laughs) it was a waterproof device originally um their underwater mode actually had someone diving like you could actually see the tank on the back so it had to be the ocean it looked like the ocean so on and so forth i put that thing in a bucket of water and just pressed it like tried to take some photos and that all i saw were bubbles just starting to come up from it so yeah i have no faith in these water resistance waterproof devices i'll, I'll just put it like that yeah me either like even though my watch is supposed to be like water resistant nah i don't bathe with it i don't take it with me if i go in the water to like a pool or beach the or samsung rules oh jesus selena you and bad company no <laughs> I-, <laughs> I lie I don't, okay, I would not get Samsung for myself, but I actually like them as a company now. I have to take that back. They're Samsung's the, they're, done I really think well the for themselves. Right yeah. They're the best phone company in the West right now. Hands Are up. you saying this because Google went notch? Google went no, totally no, no, notch no, no, and then no, no, they lost no, no. all their vision? Samsung even if has... Google still had their vision, I would still say Samsung is a better company than Google. Simply because Samsung has listened to their customers. Yep. Samsung has made an amazing phone. Hands down, my only issue is why I will not get Samsung is literally their software. That's only the, that's the only holdup I have from Samsung. They the have a beautiful ways. phone. The phone is beautiful. The screen is gorgeous. The hardware is top notch. They have the headphone jack. <laughs> they don't have a notch. <laughs> I'm like, they have external stores. I mean, they have everything that you'd want on a phone. Like literally, it's and some software. of the best cameras out there. Like, so literally, so that so, phones uh, look like the movie 007 and other movies. It cost <laughs> me money. Get a phone like that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like i feel like if i'm walking somewhere with this i'm going to get the same kind of impressions that i that people gave people after a while when they start walking around with google glass it's like uh we don't really watch you walking around here because then you could be taking photos of us or videos of us and without us really knowing it doesn't seem like there's really a light to say that they're recording or anything like that that's oh you mean this i mean this this uh watch yeah this watch I already explained. They're like this. They taking a picture of you. Yeah. Because that's the only thing they could do. Like, I mean, come on. It's so obvious, but like, it's like. 
But I mean, even if you even if you're just doing it like this and like you're just recording or whatever, you can still technically record and rotate it Listen, however you want. It's I gonna be crap, right now, but it's you can you still don't do know it. What you take, you don't know what you're recording when you're doing this. You're doing this, you don't know what you're recording right now. And your wrist <laughs> is a very flexible, um, like you see how that how that turn? You see how that turns? Nah, nah, nah. You don't know what you're recording. That is a terrible like, uh, nah. For taking, like, trust me, I used to do photography. For taking pictures, that is, that is terrible. You have no control over that. You can't see. Like, you literally have to be like. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. Like. Imagine the quality from that. And then I got to have to position the screen for when you launch the camera. Mm -mm. And then how you can see to, like, press the thing to, like, take the picture. <laughs> Touche. Voice so... commands? Then you definitely know someone that's just yeah. taking pictures. <laughs> But this apparently is made by Nubia, the the place that pretty much gave us one of the gaming phones that came out earlier this year, which is a spinoff of ZTE. So it's kind of interesting that they're trying to go for this. I don't know. I, I don't know how I really feel about this. Wait, guys. hold on. So you might actually get that that watch over a phone? I would never. Like, you lose so much functionality. Selfies alone would be I, a pain. I wouldn't do that. Like, I, I honestly wouldn't suggest you get a phone... That's a watch. Smart watch. That's I don't know. I just don't see that happening. For starters, the battery life thing, the battery life on this thing is going to be horrible. You're gonna maybe get like three, four hours max, especially when you start taking a look at the size of the screen. Mm-hmm. LTE like, services. Mm-hmm. Like just just to cover the the screen with this and actually make sure that it's processing everything fast enough for you to actually like answer a phone call. Uh be able to record. I mean, this this battery pack already looks like it's going to be very chunky, and that's nowhere the size of a smartphone battery. So, <laughs> add in possible Bluetooth. It's not even my thing to watch. Yeah, exactly. Snapchat is out. Like you, you probably will not be able to run full fledged apps on this thing. Snapchat been out though, so I mean. Yeah, I'm waiting on them to like completely die out. No, no, they dead. They just haven't realized that they dead yet. Well, I mean, they just came out with two new glasses that yeah. kind of That's like they're low key. Crawl out in the grave. You know, like you're trying to like throw dirt right in the grave, and they're trying to like crawl out like a zombie. And it's like Snapchat. Hold on, Facebook yeah. killed you a long time. Y'all should have taken that deal from Facebook because <laughs> <laughs> y'all turned on Facebook and Facebook. Mm. Facebook dissed them so hard. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Instagram really killing them, especially with like the little easy to navigate um, question and things that they have now. That's yeah. true. And Wait. then you've got Instagram, you've got Instagram stories, and now you also have Instagram TV. So yeah, you're kind of... And then their Instagram, okay. they're also talking about like having some separate app where you can buy stuff that I'm guessing are on, like people promote on Instagram. So yeah, like... Uh, I'm... I'm not so sure about that anymore, you know, Selena. Like, Snapchat is... Everyone's on Instagram. People yeah. ask me Instagram now. They don't even ask me Facebook anymore. They ask me Instagram. Like, teens. That's what, like, kids do. Like, they like, oh, what's your Instagram? Like, what? Jesus. You might be buy an Xbox One game, then get a phone, because it costs a lot of money. You gotta be trolling. <laughs> Once I get an Xbox One. I know, right? That's the same time? Like, if you got money so to blow just for that, like, just wait for the PS5. 
No, I would say wait out and let's see what happens with this next gen because if Sony keeps their um no uh cross um mm-hmm. play, that PS5 ain't selling. <laughs> They'll have to come with such a strong list of like such a strong lineup of exclusives, but that ain't gonna sell. I don't think that could that could save them in next gen. Disappearing stories hiding from parents. That's what Selena's saying. Well, th- that's technically what Instagram stories are about as well. Like, you can yeah, sit for 24 hours and then yeah. gone. Yeah, so it runs basically on the same and concept. Yep. And Facebook. Yep. And Facebook Messenger. And I think WhatsApp gives you control of um, seeing who even sees your stories. Yeah, you can choose like which person to your contact list could see it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you really want to like send nudes or something like that, you know. There are better ways to do it than Snapchat. That's nowadays. what Snapchat was originally for. Yes, they should have just stick. Yeah. They should have just stick to their, to their original MO way. Oh man, yeah, they destroyed Well, that's they the, had to do that. Otherwise, was, right? was what? Boom, or something, something along that line. What's like what? their mascot? No, their original name before they changed it to Snapchat. I'm gonna check right now. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I, I hey. always Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat. Snapchat. I don't remember that. Original name right here. And... So while Vicky's trying to find this uh this older name for Snapchat, essentially Peekaboo. Like... That's what it was. They were called Peekaboo when they first launched and then they changed it. Oh. Peekaboo I see you, yeah. Uh yeah, wow! 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 <laughs> I've never seen an app be under three, but like an official app be under three. Wow. I I don't even know what to say about that. I'll be quite honest. Um, but I mean, when you really think about it as well, like really and truly, Snapchat was sure it was a it was a place where teens went to share their nudes. But at the same point, they couldn't keep that active. They actually had to change their model because they wanted to still be viable. You know how Apple goes when anything comes to porn comes around, and Google is very similar with that. They will shut that you down. You know how quick. we know Snapchat dying? The, the prostitutes left Snapchat. That's how we know that dying. Michael, say what happened to Michael season? Gone. Snapchat ain't pulling in none no more. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> they leave that from long time. Everyone on Instagram now. Well, we're gonna leave that topic. That getting a little hot. <laughs> um, you know who ain't hot? Snapchat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they losing. They losing members like by the like thousands. Man, after Rihanna pulled that stunt, oh man, that was painful. Oh, that was oof. But I mean, you have Rihanna, you have a lot of also creators that have just simply left and move over to Instagram as well. But you know what it is to tell your fans to leave, though? Like, that, like that's the thing, though. Whew. Well, Selena... No, stats, Sel- prove that, stats prove that Snapchat is dying. They're losing, like, their they're, um, membership, their user count is dropping every month. They're not building it back up. She's talking about our oh, market. Our market. I don't know about our market. Yeah. That's on our market. I'm not gonna so horribly get stats for. Mm-hmm. And then, like, most people over here have like Android devices, so their snaps look like 
also distorted. Mm-mm. When, when you just go on Instagram and Instagram actually captures your snaps from your re- camera. Have they re- have they fixed the um no. the Android? Uh, no, they haven't. Okay. Exactly. It's still another reason recording. to go. Another oh. reason to just hop on Instagram. Yeah. The, the sample that iOS devices get. Yeah, because Snapchat records your screen while well on Android while it actually records using the camera for iOS. If you're using Snapchat as well, people have always said, Oh, the pictures on Snap on uh Androids look like crap. It's because they're looking at Snapchat stuff. Um yeah. meanwhile on Instagram, it actually shows you what the things look like as they were taken. So yeah. That's another reason like Vicky was saying. But um moving away from that topic as well. We have some slightly concerning news. People are actually starting to find ways to use your smartphone's uh, microphone and speaker to essentially create a sonar type effect. So it uses the speakers to generate a inaudible frequency that the microphone can pick up on, but we can't. So if you were to download an application that uses this particular, uh, how should I put it? Exploit. Ooh, it's like a thing from, from, from Dark Knight. Yeah, pretty much. So you install this app and it's, it's called a side channel attack inside the infra security. <laughs> <world. playing> <laughs> <laughs> um, and the app that they're using, this is called sonar snoop. This, so this is essentially some researchers that started to take a look at this. Uh, winning spy is saying where I, where I lived, people getting pushed over for texting while driving pulled, pulled over. over. Well, I mean that, that should be the case, like just period. Um, cause then you're putting other people's lives at risk, but essentially what they're saying is instead of brute forcing passwords or patterns or pins and stuff like that, essentially what you get, or even like looking over someone's, uh, shoulder like we we actually had a conversation about this in one of our chats like a few weeks ago with like people memorizing people's passwords and this kind of thing essentially you don't even need to do that anymore so what this does is you just install the app on their phone just if you can get access to it or something like that or they you give them the app and they think it's a legitimate app they install it and you know you go on from there it uses the acoustic signature um based on where it senses your finger is because it's pretty much surrounding your phone in a bubble of sound and so using that it's it's actually really interesting um it's just echo location this circulator on your phone that's all it is yeah pretty much and so the from this uh this research document that they actually pulled up for this they said that for patterns for example even though there are about 400, sorry, 440,000 different possible patterns that you can get on the standard um, three by three dot pattern that Android has, people typically use about 12, which is really sad when you really think about it. And I, I'm showing you guys what those patterns look like right here. Um, whoa, okay. Let me see my pattern on there. This is so true. When I have my Android, I use about two of those patterns. I had the Z one, 
the third the third one to the top the, the top row. Yeah, yeah and then I had the one all the way to the bottom right number now. number twelve. Yep. So essentially, what it does is it uses the echolocation to essentially figure out and make it about seventy times faster for you to pretty much brute force into which one of these patterns it actually is instead of having to go through so instead of having to go through 440,000 different unlocks you're essentially getting three and it actually rounds it down to about 3.6 um that it's, it rounds it down to a possible match out of that much so you are getting a supremely good uh method to unlock it nah because i use my fingerprint so well yeah so with people <laughs> moving to fingerprint and facial unlocking essentially um technologies like this won't work unless of course you're using something like passwords and you're you're typing in your passwords to your bank account your email address this kind of thing and i use my fingerprint there as well yep i use keychain not everyone does though and that's the problem that they should start yeah. <laughs> i mean i, don't I remember mean. all those passwords mm -mm. like what you want to do like exactly but i don't have time you got keychain you got one pass you got um last, last pass. pass decide on which one you want to use exactly that's i it. use last pass but um yeah, i use it too well i used to use it i don't use it personally anymore i use it for work but not for my personal use but essentially, and this is an example of it right here, even with the, it having a back speaker, a, uh, sorry, a, a speaker in the back, a, a microphone on the bottom, it essentially is creating the sound from the top, sound from the bottom, using both to, uh, to get the echolocation and figure out what, where your finger is on this. And if you forgot your password, then you probably should, you know, set up something so that you can get access to your account again uh when i mean honestly and then even when the, even when it is the case i'm like i'm such a fan of two-factor uh authentication that was amazing me like whoever thought about that great job it it really uh, honestly has saved me a ton of time especially because mm, you have the option to turn it off and on at your free will because i currently don't yeah but two-factor yeah, I yeah. remember Apple updated their stuff, so you once you turn on to find authentication and it's been on for like two weeks, it's permanently on. You don't have a choice to turn it off no more. Yep. Oh, I just don't like when it's so difficult to change that second. Like, it was someone, I can't remember who it was, but I was trying to change it and it was like, oh, uh, we sent this uh, number, uh, this um, like this code, use that in order to remove it. Pause. I don't have the phone anymore. I don't have my number anymore. I can't access this text. That's why I'm trying to change it. Assholes. <laughs> and it's like, they refuse. And it's like, oh, like, I hate that. Like, that is terrible. That is yeah. like, if I have one piece, let me change it, please. But that is part of the problem with SMS as a two-factor uh, two authentication method. Like, you should be using something like Authy or... Um... Oh, but that's the thing. Some people allow you to change it, like, easily. Like, they don't have that thing whereas like oh we'll send this thing a, a, a code and then use this code to remove it no send me an email or send me like there are multiple ways that you can like yep. confirm that it's me so you don't have to stick to 
oh, we have to always send this number a code so you can remove that same number. I don't have access to that number anymore. Yep. And then they should give they should have prompted you with the option be like, oh, you know, I don't have this phone anymore, and then I should put in a new number. They should, but they don't care. Oh, we don't we don't have that option. It's either SMS. We already established that Apple don't care about its users. You got like the pop up that comes up on your devices, and then spell it. Oh, you get to call. And yeah. Just gonna call and give you the number. They don't care about you. Just like how that company, I can't remember which company it was. They didn't care about me, um, and their customers when um. When I had an issue, we had to literally send. Oh man, that was such a pain to deal with. Such a pain. Yeah. But yeah, the sonar thing is pretty. I mean, it's cool. It's cool, but like at the art. same point, like it does raise some security issues. Like it, this essentially yeah. can be so a legitimate gotta... reason why, like places like the United States, actually had some concerns when it came to um, uh, phones from the Chinese. So, for example, Huawei actually, where was it? I believe it was Huawei. It might but it be doesn't ZTE. matter. Like, I mean, even if you, because even if, um, Facebook cares somewhat. Apple does not care at all. Um, but even if you, like, even if you visit a site, I mean, they could, like, Still, if your ad's up and you don't have an ad blocker, which a lot of people don't have ad blockers on their um, mobile browsers, you could still end up with all type of stuff on your phone and they could still do the same thing. So Actually, hold on. So this raises some other questions. I mean, but going back to the the sonar stuff. Um, for starters, let me let me just finish my point with the Chinese uh-huh. devices. That's what we've been on. Um, essentially, their gallery app turned into a spamware app and so if they're if they can essentially change their apps put in a backdoor version of, or something just like adding it in essentially they can be getting information into whatever account well in whatever phone or email address or whatever it is that they want to but i mean most of these companies they they kind of live by their if the word gets out that they're doing crap it's going to become a problem exactly so they have to be very careful if they were to do something like that but china don't care right but the thing is you can always wipe the phones that's my thing it's like you can get the phone you can wipe it and install your own os on it go ahead and do that that like you can do that not not you can't do that with every single phone because you actually have to have someone build the os if you want to run custom on it okay so, but I mean, it's not it's not difficult to get a custom Android ROM, and it's not difficult to get like custom builds for like a lot of devices simply because you have a whole you have enthusiasts out there who do this for fun. So, how hard it is to pay someone to just hey, let's just make this um and government Android OS for us, and then you get whatever phone and we just load us on your phone. I think that's what they're doing with some of the Android phones that they currently have. Um, but at the same point like my mind is now going on to what about like we have websites that are essentially mining for bitcoin and other stuff like that yeah i literally (laughs) went to a website earlier this week and i went to the bottom and they said um we will use 30 percent of your computer's processing power while on this website for mining purposes if you do not feel comfortable with this leave 
and I'm like, one, wow, that's kind of like bigoty of you for starters. Two, so if we were to just move that a little no bit further, all day, no script all day, no script, no script, no script. Then what if there was something that I mean, granted, places like well, browsers like Chrome and whatnot will actually like prompt you to say. Do you want this website to be able to access your um, video and webcam? So video with your webcam and microphone. Um, if you were to say yes, though, could it not essentially do the same thing? And if you have it in the background, log information about other websites that you'd be going to or passwords and stuff like that? Yeah, possibly could. Possibly. Like, there's a lot that, that Sonar could technically do when you really think about it. And I mean, they this the hmm. this is what part all of why I'm paranoid. To, all this boils down to fingerprint, fingerprint readers on everything. Yep. Fingerprint oh, readers on laptops. Fingerprint readers on your phone. Fingerprint readers everywhere. This is why I have a fingerprint reader on my laptop. But then, like, what do you? What about things like ATMs and um, credit card scanners? Because essentially, if you have to press in numbers they have individual like do all tones. that do your online banking online like Everyone, let's go cashless <laughs> there's this so, so nice no we could just use the wallet app and just let them scan it and call it a day if only we could upgrade that much boy i know when google pay is gonna actually start well google pay and apple pay will actually come to countries like this and the banks whenever the banks start supporting it that's when they're yeah. gonna exactly it's not it's not them it's our banks it's the banks and our, our banks. banks are doing crap at least here like the main banks like in canada and whatnot they have this stuff working fine yeah so, there's people down here they have to get the infrastructure and the, um the system they have to set up their system in order to do it because they're on a different system it's, and um, after places will be accept credit cards Oh, I straight have a big ball. I did. Anyway. And that is amazing. My PayPal is, but my PayPal is treating me better than my bank is treating me. But my PayPal is telling me every single time, listen, hey, this amount of money uh, was charged from PayPal. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Oh. What? <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, no! Sorry, <laughs> my voice. I'm the thought I was trying to give it a voice command, and I was like, "I'm not giving you a voice command. Don't do nothing. Stop that." So, Selena's saying that the problem is that our people don't trust e-commerce, and the prime example is RBC with um, the Royal Bank of Canada. There are lines. Hold on, the same RBC who talk about, "Oh, hey, we going online only." Obviously, yeah. need to stop with their foolishness. Way it's come with the most garbage. Way RBC and talk about, "Oh, we going online only soon." RBC. Y'all ATM inside uh Cable Beach branch, that one has had do not accept deposits for like at least at <laughs> least eight months. At least eight months. That have, oh, don't don't we don't accept deposits. But no on. go online only. Hold on. How long does it generally take you to actually get access to your online account with RBC? Last time long. I checked, it took oh you like I had some I had <laughs> someone that took him like two months before they got access. And that I was with them. I've been trying to get my mom's account sorted out from like last year, and I have not gotten that sorted as yet. I don't know if it's taking them so long, but they just can't seem to get it right. See, uh, and because and people don't trust it because 
these companies like RBC and stuff like that, when they try to do these things, they do it half stepping. Like that whole um, oh, uh, we trying to go online. You can't go on. You can't go fully online if you have simple things like your ATMs don't even properly work. Your mm -hmm. ATMs always down. Like I mean, how you expect to how you expect to work? That don't make no sense. But people like CIBC, uh, they and I've been thinking about switching to CIBC now for a while simply because I realized or I found out from my friend he was like, oh, he, CIBC does CIBC's app does the same thing that my PayPal app does. Anytime yeah, money is taken from that account, you. they alert you. Yeah. I can tell you people are trust that. People talk about it all the time about how or oh, people take it from my account, this and that. <laughs> if you if you had an app on your phone and I told you every time money is moved from your account, trust me, you'd love that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know any Bahamian who would not like that. It also have where you can set in it for like a cap on your account. So if your account drops yep. lower than a certain amount, then it's not gonna let you charge anything. Uh people don't trust e-commerce because the banks implement uh those things sillyly. Like they they don't they don't implement it with sense. Like no one else does it like how they do it and it's like though they think oh you know we're doing it our way no 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 there's a reason why other people do it <laughs> like they do it this way for a reason oh my goodness stop doing stop half stepping stop half half stepping these things these you know some of the people of you are really interested in the whole technology era most of the person is like oh they want to they want to see them money physically to be transferred this to their true. account i think once things happen and it take it will take some time i don't know why. no 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 you just change things and you make them change that's what you do like apple yeah you pretty much have, have to make it happen <laughs> push it on your people just push it just push it on them don't don't give them a choice don't give them a choice like my problem with obviously wasn't them going online only my problem was them going online only in the state that they're in like they're not in a state where they can do that mm -hmm. like if scotia said that i wouldn't have said anything if cibc said that i wouldn't have said anything simply because they just have the the they have enough in place where it'd be like okay cool because i do most of your stuff online or through the app anyway yeah. i don't go to scotia bike <laughs> i don't walk out of walking there at all i don't need to walk in there i do um, wish scotia's app though was better like, yes, I do. I agree. That's um, one thing I, I can say about Royal Bank. Royal Bank app is well, the UI sense of it, pretty good. No, I, I don't care about your UI. I care about your functionality. Yeah. Comparing it to like, you can look like garbage, but you need to have the right. Comparing button. Royal Bank to CIBC's app, I I like some of the features that CIBC have, but I like how Royal Bank one is like more organized and simplified and easy for you to use. Well, what you prefer? You That's prefer it. actually know when money's taken off your account or not? Because CIBCs do that. I mean, well, I use both, so I prefer that any day. I think I that trumps both, any. Really I don't care how pretty. I don't care how pretty your app is. Yeah, but that's still two different accounts. Someone could go yeah. and someone could default type money off your RBC account, and you would never know. You would nope, know. Because I always have to. I like if I hear people talking, oh, you know, this happened, happened with RBC. I have to log on to see what's happening. And that's one thing I like about TIBC's um, account. That's one of the features I like that they automatically notify me like when something happens to my account. And I think that that's something that is a fundamental and crucial feature that's way more important mm -hmm. than design. Like there's a certain features that is way more important than design. And once you have those fundamental features, then you can branch out and be like, okay, well, let's make this thing prettier. Like design wise, all you need is something that's functional, not confusing, and that's very straightforward. Once yeah, you have that, simple. then you work on your functionality and then you pretty up stuff. Um, yeah. your RBC is still in the work and functionality stage. They need to add some more features. Like when I found out that TIBC had that, I just thought, like, why wow, RBC didn't have this yet? And, and like, the I thing found is, out... and the thing with RBC and Scotia, and this is kind of annoying me, both of them, RBC and Scotia, is like, y'all have 
the main big banks in Canada and the Canadian apps, they're great. They're amazing. So oh my much goodness. Better. Just copy that. You already have it. It's literally yours. It's literally all on. Just copy it. Oh my goodness. That's the, that was driving me up a wall. That was driving me up a wall, Scotia. Like, I'm like, Scotia, you already have the app. Just copy it. There's so much fact, stuff that Scotia has it. in this in that in just, Canada. Like just put our accounts on there. <laughs> let us use it. And let us access it. Oh man. Ugh, I can't do it though. But the fact that Scotia is quite literally just like at least here. Quite literally just a website that you're going to. It's just using a container essentially. Like Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like you you don't get notifications for any like pretty much all the features that you guys mentioned don't happen on Scotia's app. Scotia is literally just a web app. Like yeah. literally just like, a web app. This is still app. Some of mine still in their mobile site. What is the cheapest way we can make an app? <laughs> we don't, we don't even bring them out in this discussion. Como Bank, they immediately cast it out of this discussion. Como Bank ABMs? I feel like I walk in the Stone Age and I gotta go on the, on the ABMs. I just feel like I, in the Stone Age, just simply talking about Como Bank, bro. My mom has worked at Como Bank. My sister's worked at Como Bank. I have worked at Como Bank before. And I just tell people, don't bank with Como Bank. <laughs> like, it's all of us just tell people that. Nah, I don't mess with Combo Bank. Combo Bank don't like yo. Combo Bank don't like their customers. They do not. No. They yeah. actively work against their customers. The fees alone work against you. Jesus, man. They are they are thing of department though on point. They are, um... experience any fees, but then again, oh no, their fees are high. <laughs> their fees are high. Then again, I you just yeah. throw money on my Combo account. I don't bother with it. So... Combo Bank will not hesitate to pull money off your account. No. They will not. They, they will, will put you into a negative if they can. Just to pull money on your off your account. They yeah. do not care. I know if you I know if you don't if you leave it inactive for a while, they'll be quick to get that money off your account and put that in their account. Well put that in their their yeah. bank area. Wherever. Anyway, wherever they keep their personal money, they'd be quick to take your money and throw it in there. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Their collections department though is off the chains. Well of course, because they want that money. They have the best collection department on the island. <laughs> I don't think any other bank have a better collection department than Combo Bank. Their collection department recovery? Ooh. Anyway, guys, that's this episode of More Tech. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone that came on and joined as a commenter, uh, along with the two persons that decided to give us a follow. Selena, thank you for uh, tagging some people inside here as well and actually being a part of the conversation. And Hi, also, Selena, if you're still there. <laughs> and I'd also like to thank my two co-hosts, Chris and Vicky, for coming on. Do you guys want to say anything before we head off? Mm, not really. Don't prescribe the wearable phones. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <sighs> I, I, think... like, I don't mind. I don't mind, like, smartwatches, but I think to be walking around with just wearing... A watch that's gonna act that's gonna basically work completely as your phone. Nah, mm -mm. nah, nah, nah. Mm -mm. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, love. Like we close up the phones replacing computers, and we are the us watch replacing a phone. We have a phone. The Note Nine essentially can replace a computer for basic usage. Basic usage. Basic, yeah. Like Maybe PowerPoint basic. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you could run like all the Microsoft Maybe. Office stuff on it. And Maybe. you can play games. Maybe you got your little stylus. Like Maybe. 
What do you mean you you can quite literally just plug it plug a HDMI cord into the phone, like one a mini HDMI cord into it using an adapter, and put it into a monitor and it turns it into a, like it actually. The reason why I say maybe is because file organization is terrible on phones. So that yeah, so, that's true. No, that's a maybe. You can't work from your like it's it's difficult to work from there, especially when you work on proprietary like soft like files and stuff like that. No 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 no. File organization is, is terrible. Once they solve that, then yeah, I would say something like the nine, the Note nine, you just replace one. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's us for this week. Uh, we'll be back with esports wrap next week Tuesday at six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and next week Thursday we'll be back with another episode of More Tech at six p.m. Sorry, six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. If you missed any part of this episode. Do keep an eye out on our YouTube, which is uh, more cookies. So youtube.com slash more cookies. And you can watch the entire recorded episode minus our technical glitches from earlier on. And if you want in the podcast version, just go and check your uh, favorite podcast app and you will find all our past episodes and eventually this one as well. So yeah, until next time, take care.